0: Have you ever had a run-in with the TSA? Uh,
1: I wouldn't call it a run-in, oh. but, you know, a couple of, hey, you should probably get that out of your bag.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's a guy who definitely should have taken something out of his bag at a Florida airport. We're going to talk about him.
1: Okay. Uh, but well, before you order DoorDash the next time, maybe make sure your dog isn't on the menu.
0: Oh, god that sounds awful right (laughs) well and a florida drag queen's latest performance is earning high marks from the neighbors
1: oh that's great all that and more coming up on this week's episode of the florida freak show
0: hurry hurry hurry
1: ladies and gents boys and girls step right up for the florida freak show Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm
0: Kirsten O'Donnell. And
1: if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? We sure do. Ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. This
0: first one comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. All right. Have you ever taken a nap at the airport? I uh, probably
1: snoozed off once or twice.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine you falling asleep anywhere, Right. Flory. Well, one Florida man claims that he took a nap at Gate 35 at Orlando International Airport. Uh-huh. And when he woke up, someone had swapped his backpack with an identical one, that just happened to be filled with 22 pounds of crystal meth. What? Police say that a TSA agent spotted Eli Brown at the gate and stopped him for a random bag check before he could board his flight to Kentucky. Inside the bag, they found 22 one-pound bags of bags-o-meth wrapped in white clothing. Mm. Brown claimed the bag wasn't his, and that he was the victim of an elaborate swap. He was, of course, arrested on a charge of trafficking in methamphetamine over 200 grams.
1: Well, Eli sounds like one unlucky dude. What are the odds?
0: I know, it's An identical
1: backpack with 22 pounds of crystal meth... I don't know how that could have happened. This
0: guy must have the most generic looking backpack ever on the planet to just not notice. I mean, just plain black Jansport, right? Yeah. Maybe it's like those (laughs)
1: generic things that you see at the store where it's just an all black one and it just says in white letters, backpack.
0: (laughs) And by the way, 22 pounds. Like, that's a sturdy backpack. That's like a camping backpack.
1: You know, like, if you take like a carry-on bag you can't have a be over 50 pounds and it feels like it's a ton of weight if it's anywhere near 30
0: i don't know how you even have that on your back and how do you notice or not notice i should say
1: i don't know it's just unbelievable to me
0: we may have found a hole in the story i'm not saying <laughs> yeah i'm just saying <laughs> yeah i'm sure
1: i'm sure that he, i mean i'm thinking if he's if you know, this whole story is true, that would mean that Eli's backpack is right around 22 pounds. What does he have in that? Just um, a bunch of travel magazines? Bricks? Yeah.
0: Tile, perhaps? Yep. Gallons of go. paint? Yeah, I can't <laughs> buy
1: tile where I'm going. I have to bring the tile with me.
0: So this whole thing just sounds like an elaborate movie plot. Like, yeah, you does. know, some sort of drug smuggling, elaborate movie thing. Yeah. Isn't this how Bridget Jones ended up in, in a Thai prison?
1: Uh. It's- Possible. I've never yep. seen
0: the movie. I read the book. Okay, <laughs> and, uh, even better. But you know, hey, maybe Colin Firth will come and uh, oh, come and rescue him. Oh, okay. Mister Darcy. <laughs> Colin Firth.
1: I think he should be in just about anything. So why not?
0: Okay. Well, let's discuss something else in this story <laughs> sure. here. So he's arrested on a charge of trafficking in methamphetamine over two hundred grams. Yeah. So 200 grams is like the threshold for serious meth smuggling. Yeah, I guess so. 200 grams is like half a pound.
1: Oh, what? Really? <laughs>
0: this dude had 22 pounds of meth. That's like 10,000 grams. I feel like maybe there should be a another level somewhere between like 200 grams of meth and whole crap load of meth.
1: Yeah. It's it's like there's just a, this infinity that he could have at, at any point. Right. It's like,
0: well, what? And, well, and if gonna I'm gonna be... smuggle 201 grams, I might as well smuggle 22 pounds. Right. Right. And again,
1: <laughs> this 22 pounds thing just keeps pounding itself into my brain. Like I just keep I, I keep thinking about all the junk that he could have. That would be like 22 pounds. Like So, s- since he's in Florida, maybe he has 22 pounds of seashells.
0: Seashells are very light. Yeah. You'd need a lot more than a backpack for 22 pounds of seashells. You probably would. Yeah,
1: I know. So, that's not going to work either.
0: That's maybe 22 <laughs> pounds of gator eggs.
1: Oh. That'd be smuggling like...
0: too, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And those aren't going to be that much either, but still.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm stuck on this 22 pounds and only getting charged with 200 grams. I mean,
1: incredible. That's
0: like getting charged with. With petty theft for stealing a Lamborghini. I mean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> true that.
0: Um, so you've had a run in with TSA before, right? I
1: I've had a couple of
0: them. I mean, it feels
1: weird to say run in because it's it's you know it's something that's sort of either unbeknownst or you know I've had. A couple of times where I've had my bag pulled off to the side, and then they've wanted to go through it. Like oh, yeah. I'm guessing a random bag check, sort of like this. Always
0: one. awkward.
1: Very awkward. Usually because, when you're
0: taking a one way flight, yeah, right. Because terrorists don't book round trip tickets. Yeah, you kind so of that's feel, the logic,
1: right? And you kind of feel like you're in that same boat as if you get pulled over. You where know, and everybody's, everybody's looking. Watch, yeah, just looking at you or whatever. But I would much rather have that happen than like be like pulled into another room. Oh yeah, because that's really scary.
0: Yeah, but super awkward when they're like rifling through your bag, especially
1: on the return flight.
0: Oh yeah, because the dirty undies. Yeah, right.
1: You, you may want to use tongs. Ew. You just, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just trying to. I'm looking out for the. I mean, those, those, uh, those rubber,
0: rubber gloves. Gloves
1: are probably not going to be good enough.
0: I also have had a run in with TSA. Oh,
1: um,
0: and this was when I was a when I was a teenager. Really, I mm. was um so. Years before September 11th and, you know, all of the much stricter stuff going yeah. on with, yeah. with baggage checks and whatnot. Um, and I was driving, to, or not driving. If I was driving, I wouldn't have gone through no. TSA. I was flying um, back to visit some family and I had a like a baby shower gift with me all right which yeah. i had stupidly wrapped and it was well, like a little pewter piggy bank It was you don't very want to have to cute. wrap
1: it once you get there but that's just it
0: right so uh, anyway pewter piggy bank it goes through sirens lights the whole bit apparently it looked a lot like a bomb and oh, i had to unwrap no. the present at the airport and yeah. show them it really was just a piggy bank yeah but uh, yeah, it's always always a little scary.
1: Very scary because you don't know. You don't
0: know who slipped 22 pounds of meth into your bag That's when you were That's exactly it. Yeah, we could have been in the same <laughs> boat that Eli is here. I could have had a piggy bank of meth. Oh, who knows?
1: A piggy bank of meth. Can't beat it.
0: So our next story comes to us from news4jacks.com. When Rick Block and his wife ordered a Saturday night pizza through Grubhub, they didn't realize how much it would cost them. Not the pizza. The pizza was a fairly reasonable price, I'm sure. But when 22-year-old Arlinson Chilito came to drop off the pizza, Block's dog snuck out and disappeared. Uh Uh-oh. Well, the Block's offered a $5,000 reward for the return of their dog, and soon dozens of friends and family and neighbors were all searching for Lexi, the 10-month-old teacup poodle. All it took to find the precious pooch was checking the condo complex's surveillance cameras. The video showed Arlinson Chilito snatching the poodle and stuffing it into his delivery bag before he left. Jacksonville Beach PD tracked down Chilito at his home with the puppy just hours after the theft. Grubhub says that Cholito was actually even using somebody else's account and isn't an actual driver. Oh, boy. Lexi's family, by the way, is donating the five grand in reward money to the Jacksonville Beach Police Lodge to thank them for bringing the puppy home.
1: So let me get this straight. Happy ending. I know. It's good to have happy ending. But posing as a Grubhub delivery driver to steal puppies? (laughs) I don't think I could put together a more evil sounding statement.
0: It sounds awful. It's it's very what Bond villain. It
1: does. It's like it's like gnashing of teeth or twi- twirling of mustaches. Twirling of mustaches. Yeah,
0: yes. I I think you're probably giving him a little more credit than he deserves. Oh, I don't know that puppy theft was I tend the end to do game. That. <laughs> I tend
1: I tend to think that these guys are much smarter than they actually are when they're probably all acting on instinct for some odd reason. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't think that he's been staking out these people's houses. I I mean, I could be wrong, but I I, I don't get the feeling that he was staking out the house looking for the perfect opportunity to steal their poodle and just waiting for them to order pizza from that one place. Maybe he saw
1: the size of that teacup poodle and just thought, hey, man, I'm just a delivery driver. This thing's my ticket. To a, to a better life. You know, I'm going to
0: get this. It was it. a crime of yeah. opportunity. He yeah. sees a cute dog. He has a giant bag to shove it in. Yeah. And, and the bag's got to be warm from the pizza, right? So right. So the dog's not complaining. It's cozy.
1: Well, and... If if a delivery driver shows up to bring me food, the last thing I'm thinking is that he's going to steal my dog. I mean, unless you don't tip him. Yeah. Oh, that could be it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you should always tip folks. Right? <laughs> yeah. You don't want anybody stealing your puppies.
0: So you've got kidnappers. Yeah. You've got cat burglars. Yep. So what's this? Like a poodle pilferer?
1: Ooh. A, a
0: puppy purloiner? Oh, Those just roll off the tongue. Yeah, it's not as easy to say as you think it is.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, That's a tough one.
0: So I I also appreciate the fact that they didn't order Taco Bell, but they still got a Cholito. Oh,
1: yes, they did. (laughs) I was a big fan of Cholitos when they were out.
0: Not Arlinson Cholito. No. The Chili Cheese Burrito Cholito. They called them the
1: Chili Cheese Burrito, but before when they first came out, they were called Cholitos. And I... Was all about them. Okay. Yeah.
0: Are have Cholito's been discontinued? Like all of my favorites at Taco Bell.
1: Probably. I. I feel like I can't remember the last time I've been there, but it's like I can't ever remember that happening.
0: I'm wondering if he, maybe he has some like anger issues that have developed as a result of his Ooh, name. Possible. You know, yeah. getting getting teased on the playground because you know he's named after a Taco Bell.
1: Cholito means a lot of awful things,
0: right? Cholito, like I, I think the. At, actual translation in spanish is like small pepper or tiny pepper but but of course slang for that is you know tiny
1: uh,
0: penis penis (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: yeah i'm sure i'm sure that that's definitely not helping things
0: so i'm sure he was just headed towards a life of crime oh yeah um fortunate so five thousand dollars
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's a pretty good reward for a dog, right? I think
1: so, definitely. Uh, but I I you know, at the same time, if they love their dog, you know, it's it's whatever price you want to put on it.
0: That's right, what, it's hard to put a, a price it's hard. on the return of yeah. a family member. Yeah. Like like if it's an 8-year-old kid, $5,000 yeah. probably not sufficient. No. I'm I'm guessing. No. I we don't have children, so Yeah. but that that seems insufficient. Yes. But but for a puppy, I mean 50 bucks, 500, that no. doesn't seem like quite enough. No, no. 50 grand Keep seems like a, a bit too much. To right, yeah, yeah. right. So I guess five, I mean, 5,000 is pretty good. That's yeah. enough to get people out hunting for it. Yeah,
1: it's going to get people off their butts looking around for it. Definitely.
0: So last year, and I want to say it was pretty late in the year, there was a guy in Gainesville. Who stole a pit bull oh. and instead of just going home and cuddling it like this guy did with the yeah. with the poodle, um, he demanded twenty five grand in ransom.
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah. Wow. He held a pit bull for ransom, even sent a note that said you're gonna get a box with the dog's paws in it oh. if you don't pay up, which is awful. Evil. Evil. Even
1: more evil than what we're talking about right. here. Much
0: yeah. more devious yes. than just pretending to be a Grubhub driver. Yeah. Um, so a happy ending to that story as yeah. well because they worked with the police and left a bag full of newspaper at the oh. ransom drop and
1: has this guy never seen a (laughs) ransom movie like how is this not possible
0: it's like every single movie that i know of has
1: this plot yeah he sent
0: a text back that said hey there wasn't any money in the bag and by that point the police stop strips had uh stopped you just
1: picked up a ringer dude not a big not a a shocker
0: (laughs) yeah so um puppy purloiners yeah, poodle, beware. Poodle pilferers, yep. be on the lookout. That's right. Our third story comes to us from clickorlando.com. For five years, folks in one neighborhood in St. John's, Florida, have been frustrated by parents who park their cars on the street and block traffic during after-school pickup hours at the neighborhood of high school. Oh, yeah. Parents are blocking the cul-de-sac, blocking mailboxes, and even blocking residents' driveways while they vulture for a spot in the pickup line. Mm. They've even caused accidents. But the sheriff's department just wasn't paying any attention to the issue. At least not until January. Oh. That's when one neighbor went outside with a sign and cost enough of a hubbub to get a little bit of notice. Okay. And that's because that neighbor is a drag queen named Sparkly, Ooh. who was happy to be a diva for a good cause. So Sparkly got all dressed up, made a big old glittery sign that said, This is not student pickup, honey and stood there during pickup for 3 days until a deputy finally showed up to patrol and tell yes. people to move it along.
1: Good.
0: The sheriff's office is now planning to install no parking signs in the neighborhood.
1: Drag queens get stuff done. So true. Always good to see. You. If someone in your life is dragging their feet on a project, dragging. well, you know, <laughs> I had to go there. Or you can't get a coworker to like, you know, share stuff with Step you it up. in time. Yeah like do what you're supposed to. you need a gra- drag queen girl you need one badly in your life yeah at that point. just to go in there and like take care of business
0: straighten some stuff out yeah. absolutely yeah. can you find a drag queen like on fiverr
1: oh uh, you should be able to
0: right just drag queen for hire i mean
1: you've got kids birthday parties you've got bar mitzvahs we need drag <laughs> more drag queens just in our lives just in general i think
0: I'm just glad that somebody in the neighborhood is willing to stir up a little bit of drama for a good cause, right? Yes, yes. But sparkly...
1: I like the name.
0: I don't. Okay. Does she also box? Like, are you going to spar with Ooh, Kelly? Yeah, I don't really. Yeah. So, so what are your favorite drag queen names then? You like Sparkly?
1: Yeah, I don't know. To I'm trying to think of a couple of them. I know
0: is Hamburger Marys a
1: drag queen <laughs> no, name, or is that just that's, a place? That's just a restaurant just a that restaurant. does drag queen bingo. Okay. All right. So I'm not doing very. <laughs> not good a sponsor. Here. No. Um.
0: Well, locally we've got Trixie Towers.
1: I need a man to kiss. I need a... Yeah, I don't a know. A lot
0: of vagina. <laughs> Wait, I don't no, know. That wasn't like, it. I, uh,
1: these are not like necessarily drag queen names, these are just fun names to to prank so, people with. So
0: locally we had um Bootsy Licious, which Ooh, which was the duo. Like that. We've had our pictures taken with Bootsy Licious, actually. Bootsy I, I, Cloverdale I wish... and Lady Licious. Nice. Um, of course, one of our favorites, Tara Newhole. Tara Newhole is great. <laughs> um, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of great drag names yeah. out there. There's Allison Chains. There's yes. Eileen Sideways. There's <laughs> I like Jack- that one. Jacqueline High. Yes, uh, Megan Whoopi.
1: Oh, that one might be my favorite. Megan I mean, it remi- yeah, it is reminds- that your
0: drag name if uh, you were to be a drag queen? I fan? don't know. <laughs> I haven't. St-
1: it's be, even begun to think about that sort of thing, but Megan Whoopie's Megan a good one to go with.
0: Yeah, Can't it, it, it reminds you of the hockey team, right? The
1: hockey team that you covered uh, when we back, lived back in Georgia. Yeah, make Macon, Georgia. So they the Macon them- Whoopie. Yeah, what was the name before that?
0: No, afterwards they changed it to the Macon Tracks. The Macon which Tracks. is Tracks, not nearly Macon as Whoopie, good. Come
1: on, you're selling so much merch that, way. right? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, my favorite thing about this story is most of the time when there's a drag queen on the street corner in yeah. your neighborhood. That's a sign that things might be going a little a little off kilter. Ooh, yeah. Like property values yeah. might be on the decline. Right. I, I think this neighborhood's only going up as a yes. result of the drag queen participation. Yeah.
1: Again, you need a drag queen sometimes just to like just to spur some stuff up, just to get stuff riled up, you know, in this case. And to make a statement.
0: Maybe you should be a drag queen. I don't want to be a drag queen. You're a very commanding presence. Oh,
1: that's true. And that's, that is that—that is like a third of the way to being a good drag queen. And
0: we know a drag queen your size. We do. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we have a Lots friend. Lots of fun. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right? Morgan Davis yep. locally. He yep. is easily 6'4", 6'5". Yep. I, I would venture to say over three bills. <laughs> right. Big beard. Yep. Big burly drag queen. Yep. And a lot of fun, so much glitter,
1: lots of glitter, glitter in the beard and everything like that. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, always a blast. That's why everyone needs drag Queens in their lives. They're just so great to have around.
0: They bring joy. They do. They they spark joy, just like little Marie. They spark joy and they get (laughs) stuff done.
1: Like I said.
0: So our last story, speaking of sparkly things Hmm. comes to us from the daily mail. Not that the daily mail is sparkly. It's a weird transition. Sorry. Um, Here's the sparkly thing. Do yeah. you really remember how we celebrated New Year's Eve 2019?
1: 2019?
0: 2019.
1: I can barely remember what happened last year.
0: Uh, yeah. I've repressed everything yeah. from last yeah. year. <laughs> I should be able to remember
1: something that happened in 2019. I feel like we might have just been in downtown Cape, but I don't know. That yeah, could have I, been 2018. Uh,
0: who knows? It's I insane. don't even remember, but I do know where I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't at the Breakers in Palm Beach. Oh, that would have been nice. But it sounds like it was a hell of a party. Ooh. And a long legal battle stemming from that night has finally ended just in the last few weeks. Well,
1: yeah, it's from a couple years ago.
0: Then-74-year-old Rod Stewart... That Rod, Stewart that Rod Stewart was at the fancy schmancy hotel. Sir Rod Stewart if yep. you will. Yep. And he and his son were none too pleased that they couldn't access a private party on the premises. So they made a bit of a scene and not just because Sir Rod was wearing a gold lame jacket. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, when they were refused access to the party, Stewart's son gave a security guard, Jesse Dixon a shove. Whoa. And then Sir Rod made a Nazi salute. What? Placed his other finger over his mouth like a mustache and then punched the security guard in the ribs dixon of course pressed charges and stewart of course settled out of court this last month Terms of the agreement have not been disclosed.
1: Rod, Sir Rod Stewart. Sir
0: Rod Stewart. With the
1: old Hitler sucker punch, this is
0: awful. It absolutely is awful. This is so
1: bad, but it's impressive that he, you know, went to this like billionaire soiree, just tried to like sneak his way in, right? Or 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 crash the party and 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 then.
0: Oh, just you're Rod Flippin Stewart. Yeah. You have That's probably exactly what he said.
1: I'm Rod Flippin' Stewart. Don't you know who I am? Yeah. I don't know I why I just got a golden Age jacket on. I don't
0: know why I just gave him a southern accent. I don't He's know. British. <laughs> um No, but but Sir Rod Stewart, you have multiple triple platinum albums. Yes. You are kind of a big deal. Why aren't you the one
1: throwing the party?
0: Exactly. You shouldn't be the ones trying to sneak past the bouncer. You should be the one paying the bouncer to kick people out who sneak past him. And who the hell can sneak anywhere wearing a gold LeMay jacket?
1: No, you can't do it. I think he just thought well, I got a gold LeMay jacket. I got all these platinum records. Why wouldn't they let me?
0: I got a ticket, man. I got a ticket to ride. That's right. (laughs) I think, honestly, sir, Rod Stewart again. Mm. This guy's been knighted by the Queen of England. Right. The Queen of England, the highest honor from a woman who, as a teenager, joined right. the British Army to fight the Nazis. Right. And now he's doing. This tacky is how you repair? Nazi. Yeah. This is you have brought shame to that sweet little old lady
1: in so many ways.
0: You know, can he be like unknighted? Is there an impeachment process? Deny De-knight him. De-knights? Yeah.
1: Like de-icing your car. <laughs> And day
0: night, I don't know, but if there's a process, I I think somebody should get the wheels in motion on that. Not that this is the British freak show.
1: There is very little redeemable about this story, and, and redeemable about their you know their character. But it is good to see fathers and sons working together.
0: Oh, so true, and over the holidays too. Yeah, really, it's a sweet father-son bonding story. Yeah, I mean that just y-
1: goes wildly wrong. Afterwards. Yeah, that just
0: goes way, way, way wrong. Oh boy! Okay, quick. Yeah. Best Rod Stewart song. Worst Rod Stewart song. Go.
1: Okay, so best Rod Stewart song. I'm going to go with when he was with the Faces.
0: Okay. Uh, Good I, stuff. I with wish Faces. That- I knew what I know. Oh, now. okay. When I was younger, yeah, yeah. I, a song I, I never like got song. when I was younger. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. It's
1: probably that's probably it's probably more wistful to me now. And the thing he right? was,
0: is, he was maybe thirty when he did that song. I so know. imagine, you know, apparently there's still a lot he doesn't know now. Yeah, <laughs> that he didn't know when he was younger either, right. based on his recent activity. Yeah. Okay. Worst Rod Stewart song.
1: Oh boy, um, there were some doozies in the '80s. Yeah. But, um, I mean, as much as I kind of like it, like guilty pleasure or whatever, it probably is like you know, if you want my body and you think I'm oh, sexy. Oh, do
0: you think I'm sexy? Yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty awful.
1: Yeah. Like. Because- he was a guy that had like a lot of like really good rock and roll juice to him, but everybody he,
0: had to put out a damn disco album. Yeah
1: the the pressure Kiss was put too out great. a disco album for the God's pressure sake was just too great.
0: Queen put out a disco album. Yeah. I mean, come on,
1: but that's probably why it ends up happening because it's like, yeah, you might be able to cash in on a couple of bucks, you know, by going with disco. But man, disco's gonna die, dude. As much as I as much as you know that I love disco. But now he like does for,
0: all the crooner stuff. I
1: know, yeah. So oh, there you go. And and he's your so, mom loves he's that. like a chameleon. He really is.
0: He just, really he is. just moves <laughs> within genres
1: back and forth. You can't even tell the difference. Well,
0: I'm super basic.
1: Yeah. What's yours?
0: Maggie May. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's the quintessential Rod Stewart it song, is. It right? Is. It's
1: a very sweet song.
0: It well, it's a little, it's a little um, weird, but yeah. but yeah, there's there's stuff going on behind the scenes sure. there with old Maggie, but sure. you know whatever.
1: Probably his most popular.
0: I, I don't know. Do you I, think?
1: I feel like it I is. I feel like
0: a lot of that '80s stuff is his most popular. I don't see.
1: I I just when when I think of Rod Stewart, I immediately think of Maggie May. I am. That's the first thing. That's the first song title that pops into my head.
0: My guilty pleasure. Yeah. Rod Stewart, Tina Turner, Hot Legs.
1: Oh, oh, that is right. A, that's a great song. I didn't even think about that one. So good. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. I know. Nice this pull is on why that you one. married me. Yep. This is, <laughs> good pull on that one.
0: This is it. But you know, just going back to this whole incident at the Breakers. Mm-hmm. And we've been to the Breakers. Yeah. It fancy AF. Very fancy. Like, it's not just like you're a little embarrassed to drive your car up like, to the valet, Like, fancy. I need to get my
1: car detailed before I even go to the valet.
0: Well, I need to go rent a much nicer car even to better. go to the Breakers. Yeah. And then also rent nicer clothes and rent a better face. Yeah, and... What kind of car are you looking for? <laughs>
1: I'm looking for a car that's going to not get me looked at weird if i go to the breakers oh, that's the car i want yeah and I'll just you can drive can't it afford one that mile car. down <laughs> the street
0: yeah <laughs> but uh no matter where you are in florida hmm. No matter whether you're at a Motel 6 in Ocala or the Breakers in Palm Beach, Mm -hmm. something about Florida drags the freak out in everyone.
1: Absolutely everyone. Doesn't matter how much money you got, how many Gold Lame jackets you got,
0: how many knighthoods you have. That's
1: right. Florida will... will always come out.
0: Right. So, what did we learn this week, Corey? I
1: learned that if you don't know why your backpack weighs 22 pounds, You might be a drug mule.
0: Oh, (laughs) Uh, I learned that you probably need to tip your delivery drivers well, because otherwise they might just tip themselves with one of your price pooches. Oh,
1: yeah. I also learned that if you need a problem solver, make sure she's dressing in drag.
0: And as always, I learned that Florida brings out the freakiest in people. Oh, yeah. And even British knights are not immune to it. Never immune to it. (laughs) Those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find a whole lot of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and our Twitter pages.
1: That's right. That's at FLA Freak Show. And while you're there, remember to follow us, like us, and share us. That's at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we missed,
0: Feel free to share it with us. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And for those of you who are Android users who aren't able to rate and review, you can ah. actually go to Podchaser, there review us there, and then, of course, tell your friends.
1: Until next week, I'm Cory O'Donnell.
0: And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly.
1: Goodbye. Yeah,